Hello, Shamai. Hope everybody's doing well. And thank you so far to everybody who's listened to the episodes on this podcast. I really appreciate it. And also some of the discussion that I've had on social media about the one I recorded about my experience with anxiety and panic attacks. I know that many of you have said that you empathise and um, one of you also shared the website medal.org, which is a Welsh language website that gives people tips and advice. And so I would urge you to go there and take a look and for us to continue talking to one another about these things because I think it's really refreshing to have open and honest conversations about mental health and how it shapes us. And to that end, I wanted to talk to you a little bit, a little bit about uh, my journey with fitness uh, in relation to my depression. I did do another podcast and deleted it because I ended up sounding like a personal trainer, of which I am not, and giving tips and advice which you may find elsewhere. Because ultimately, I just want to tell you a little bit about my experience about getting into fitness to try and help my mind and to try and get out of a really difficult time in my life. So for context, um, I don't come at fitness from nothing. I've always enjoyed uh, getting out there, getting exercise um, from growing up in Merthyr, going and roaming the mountains behind my house, climbing trees, making dams. I was also a member of the badminton club, tennis, table tennis, and I was a lifeguard in the local pool for many, many years. So... I think it's important to say, because I'm not coming at it from a position of never having done anything at all, so that fitness is some sort of miracle cure, Um, but it is something that I find has always helped me. It should be said though that at one stage in my life, probably in the early 30s, when I was hitting a point where my moods were low and I was uh, then diagnosed with depression, I wasn't exercising at all and there may be some things that I will share publicly and other things that I will never do so, but they did form who I became at that point in time and for good or for worse. And I always say to people when I talk about depression and how I felt, you know, at the time you feel absolutely awful and you feel like you don't want to live anymore but to get through it is something that is beyond description because you know that you've gone from such a awful place in your mind to somewhere where you discover colour and life again where going and seeing people is a reward again because at this time when I was off work with a depression I genuinely didn't want to see the world I genuinely didn't care what happened to me let alone my body and its mental and my mental health I I, I genuinely felt that people would be better off without me to the extent that one day I drove to the top of uh, the mountain in Vochru which is near Merthyr and I genuinely felt that if I drove off the top of that mountain I nothing would change for everybody else and that at least it would release me from the torture that was my brain. Um, the only thing that stopped me not doing it was, I feel, at that time, uh, was my family and what I'd put them through. I didn't feel that it would matter if I was gone. On a personal level, it didn't mean anything to me. I felt at the time, although now obviously not, <laughs> um, but that my family would be happier not having to deal with me because I felt like a burden. And sometimes I do still feel like a burden, but not to the extent that I felt at that time in my early 30s. And it's funny, isn't it? Because I would be going into work and I would be seeing people and they tell me now 
in hindsight that they didn't know who I was, that they would see me walking down the corridor with my head down, not smiling, not engaging. I had blinkers on. At the time, I didn't know what I was like. Um, But looking back, I didn't know who that Bethan was anymore. I'd lost her somewhere down the line. And I didn't know how to exist in a world that I didn't feel wanted me in it. And we laugh about it now and people say, oh gosh, Bethan, we don't know who you were, or ha ha, you know, you, 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 you were just like another person. But I'm just happy that I found Bethan again and that I can be here to enjoy and experience the wonders that is, that is life and that I, you know, didn't get to a point where I felt that it would be beneficial to no longer exist to the extent that I took my own life. So I, I, I'm happy that I didn't do that and that I'm here, but I think it's important to understand why that is. So in relation to fitness, I can't tell you how I got back into it. You know, there is no one silver bullet. But I was living with my parents for a few months during that time in Merthyr. And of course, I was in my comfort zone. I was in the house where I grew up. I had all these happy memories. I felt like I was in a cocoon. I felt that I was being comforted and protected. But at the same time, it was stifling me and it was stopping me from going back into the real world and getting on with life. You know, I I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to go to a shop. I didn't want to get dressed. I didn't even want to wash. I felt like my hands sometimes when I was in bed was keeping me down on the mattress as if it was chained to the mattress and that my body was sinking through the bed because I couldn't get up and I didn't want to get up my arms were just like weights uh, and and that was stopping me even from moving so that was the level at which I was at so to even get down to the gym is something that I don't remember it was all such a blur I was just I think being encouraged by other people around me to say look Beth you've got to try and help yourself because if you don't do it nothing will change you know all the coffees and chats in the world are amazing but if I didn't actively try and help my brain and change how I was living then nothing would and I think at the time when I was at my worst I was you know not treating my body with the respect that it deserved not putting the right things in it I was with people who were negative influences on my life Um, and when you're with that type of social group or when you're in that type of situation of course then it doesn't help and I was probably um, self-destructing without realizing it at the time and so going to the gym started to make me realize that I could change change things around I would go on the running machine I'd go on the bike I would swim for hours and hours on end I would go hiking I suppose that's the only one thing that I've got in common with Theresa May (laughs) is I would just love to hear the wind between the leaves to see the beauty that we experience uh, here in Wales. I would go running along the canal near my home, hear my feet hit against the ground and be at one with nature and I could release myself from the realities of everyday lives and the tension and the, the things that I had to deal with that I didn't want to deal with. 
I then also joined Run for All Neath, a running club in Neath. I'm not sure what the one motivation was or the one person that encouraged me to join, but anyway, whoever you are or wherever you are, thank you very much for doing so. Um, the club was set up, I believe, um, as a result of parents at a local school in Neath deciding that even though they were arranging all these events for their children, that they wanted to try and get fit and healthy themselves. So it was more like a social experiment and a social cause other than, you know, entering races and getting certain times. And don't get me wrong, it was really intimidating to join a running club and to meet new people. Uh, but I never looked back once I joined and we had training every Monday night at Coturbet in Neath and we would then go running on the weekends together and then we'd go for coffees and you know drinks as well and socialise uh, together. And so when opportunities arose for racing, um, people jumped at it because they saw it as a way to socialise as well. So be it cross-country racing, uh, be it park run, uh, or be it a marathon. And so from somebody who didn't really run uh, when I was growing up very much to then deciding that I wanted to do a marathon was pretty crazy, I think. And I'd ended up doing two marathons with Run For All Neath. One for uh, a charity locally for the Marley Grace Appeal, a little girl who needed treatment in America. And then I raised funds for the Mental Health Foundation the year after that. And don't get me wrong, I didn't do the nutrition or the regime as uh, professionally as I'm sure other people did, but I just liked knowing that I had that challenge and that I could really get my mind into something positive. Because if you're going to run 26.2 miles, there is no way that you can talk to yourself negatively all the time, which is what I was doing up to that point. You really had to challenge yourself mentally in a positive way to get through the miles, to make sure that you could uh, get to the end. And believe me, there was nothing more rewarding than crossing the finish line twice at the London Marathon. However hot a day it was in the first year, however many hours it took me, I did not care. Just to get across that line and get that medal was something I'll never, ever uh, forget. And while I probably still haven't got my running mojo back. I still do a lot of fitness, be it high intensity training, be it getting out on my bike, be it going on the gym. But at that time, definitely running and training saved my life because I was able to control it. I was able to tell myself that I could do it and that I could it had an effect on me that I can't even describe. So for now, if I'm going away with work or if I'm ill and I can't train at a given time, I will get itchy and I'll get agitated because I need to have fitness as part of my life. I feel that it keeps my mental health on a, on, at a standard, on a level playing field. And because I've been to that very, very, very dark place in my mind, I feel that for whatever reason I could go back there again because my mind has trained to go there and I guess you'll only understand it if you've suffered from depression or from mental health. Before I had depression I wouldn't have known what it was uh, but I know my mind can go to those dark places and I don't want it to and so fitness and sport and running and whatever it is helped me and made me realise that that was my that was my crux. That was what was keeping me together. And of course now I've got a happy, I'm happily married and I've got family and friends who love me. But doing the fitness and nutrition well is something that is my constant, is something that is 
always there sitting with me in whatever in whatever I do and so yeah I will go and talk to people and say how important it is but I think it's about encouraging others not making them do something that they don't want to do so I would say to somebody if you're listening and you are going through dark times think about a sport or think about an exercise that you would like to do and something you think would make you happy or try different things first and don't be fearful if you give it up and you try something else instead because not everything will suit you and even just getting out for a walk of an evening going to the local park going down to the seafront wherever you live even just walking through the streets you know of empty shops (laughs) wherever you may be if you find something that can help you, then then do it. I think there's so much emphasis on regiment and making you do certain things for whatever reason in this society that it sometimes can backfire. So my advice on that, at least, would be to immerse yourself in something you really enjoy and to see how that then changes your perspective on life and how that can help uh, your mental health. Because I never, for one want to go back to a point in my mind where I'm at the top of that mountain in my car thinking about ending my life and for as long as I know that I'm keeping my life on track and that I'm exercising and eating well and that I'm keeping positive people around me then I'm then I then I know I'm doing the right thing so it hasn't been easy and I'm not pretending that the rest of my journey will be easy um, but I know that to have fitness and exercise in my life is something that I will never turn away from ever again, whatever the challenges that I face.